I'm here with Santi Ciabatto, who is our Vice President for Societies and Media. So, Santi, uh, first week of term, you've been in the job since, what, August now? How have you been finding it? Uh, it's been absolutely amazing, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's been a wild three months. I think it's, it was either today or yesterday that marks I've, like, 100 days in office, oh, wow. <laughs> which has been surreal, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I think my favourite thing has definitely been... Precious Fair, uh, getting to like just work with the team as well has been amazing. So we've been doing like a lot of training and just kind of like reviewing manifestos and just making plans for the year. But highlight for me has definitely been Freshers' Fair. I think this year's Freshers' Fair was just absolutely surreal, getting to speak to all the societies. The performance space as well was really, really cool. And I love doing the shooting and I've actually taken a course ball now, which is surreal, but here we are. <laughs> Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. I mean, all of Freshers' Week was absolutely huge. It must have been uh, quite a, a large planning effort on the part of Luce. So. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Like, it was it was a loss of planning and the amount of appreciation that we have for, you know, the events team and for just everybody that's been involved. Tony has also been amazing with everything, but yeah. So to move on to a couple of your policies, uh, two of the big things you've announced so far, you've announced uh, Society Nights at Sugar and you've also announced plans for Society Leagues. So firstly, could you tell me a bit more about Society Nights at Sugar and how they might work? Yeah, no, so definitely. So uh, kind of the idea with uh, Society Nights at Sugar House is basically uh, to mainly just m make nights at Sugar House more diversified. So it's kind of part of our Sugar House, Sugar Home kind of uh, thing that we've got going on uh, that Josh has kind of brought to Lucy, which is absolutely phenomenal. Um, but yeah, basically the idea of it being like, essentially your society gets a night at Sugar House, so on the Saturdays, and you kind of fill in a form and have a conversation with the events team and with the Sugar House managers uh, to essentially plan your ideal night for your society and uh, there's a lot of amazing perks behind it in the sense of like you can get your society up to £400 and with that as well comes things like free shorts, free entry for the exec as well and drinks so I think it's a really great opportunity and I think so many societies have already taken up as well uh, already uh, so I know that this Saturday uh, most sports are doing a cars collaboration which I think should be really really exciting and um, yeah, I think it's just an amazing opportunity. Uh, I, th I think it's what society groups have wanted. I think it's what students have wanted for ages now, uh, because not only do you get to kind of have a say in like, you know, what sugar looks like, like in terms of like the, the decorations and just kind of like the atmosphere, but you also get a say in what music as well. Uh, so I know it's something that a lot of students have been requesting is like, you know, uh, more diverse like music choices and like music styles as well. And I think uh, so many of our societies and students will just massively appreciate that. So how much control over customization have students got on these nights? Uh, quite big, so, so, so quite a large amount. So they, uh, they are allowed to like, you know, suggest uh, music uh, if they want a special, like if they want a DJ, like a uh, specific DJ, they can vouch for that. Obviously, it all, it's all very much dependent on like planning and like, you know, how much time like, you know, they have to kind of organize all of these things. but. At the end of the day, it is, uh, like, from what I know, uh, we've only really had just one society, you know, <laughs> so far. But So it will be a working process. And I think uh, the Sugar House staff are very much aware of, like, a, it's just going to have to be, a, like, a, we're just going to have to see how this goes. But at the end of the day, something is so much better than nothing. And uh, from what I've heard from most of the sports and from the Sugar House team, it seems to be working really, really well. And I think people will be really happy with 
the results from it. Yeah, it sounds incredibly exciting. I, I can't wait mm. to go along to one of those nights. Mm -hmm. uh, now, on Society Leagues, uh, you've sent out an email about that to Society Execs, but I'm not sure if everyone's aware of exactly what it is. So do you want to explain it? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, so yeah, it is something that's sent out to uh, quite, quite a lot of people. So Society Execs, definitely, we're on that. Um, but basically, it's one of my big kind of manifesto points was to kind of bring student voice back into Lucy, essentially, and back into the decisions that we made, and um, kind of essentially like help hold me to account and like have more contact with societies. Because um, so something for me in my third year, I became a academic rep, and I found the forum system to be really, really useful in terms of like you know kind of not only just making change, but also like just having a voice in like my education. And I think uh, as a society member, you, you know, somebody who was part of three society execs, we didn't really have that uh, in the past. And it was kind of like an idea that I had. It was like, why don't we have this for societies? Uh, and especially for society execs, especially. Um, so the idea kind of stemmed from the academic rep system. But I was like, OK, great. We've already got the system. We know that it works. We know that people have engagement in it. and people like to take part in it, so why not bring that to societies? And kind of the way that it's uh, working, so hopefully I would have like, I would have absolutely loved to get to a point where, you know, all society execs were invited, but that would be a grand total of 982 <laughs> exec members, which unfortunately I don't think would be feasible. Might be a bit unruly, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, you know, uh, kind of the process is to invite every single president along to it, and the way that I've kind of done it is, group societies in terms of like activity essentially so there are seven kind of leagues if you will uh which you know a society will definitely fit into to one of them and it's self-categorized so depending on like you know if that changes there is some sort of flexibility to it but essentially it's mainly to just aid student voice and create that you know pathway for constructive criticism um for things like you know what students want uh, to see more in societies, what they want to see more, uh, like, from me, like, as an officer as well, what I can help students with, because I think that's a key thing that, like, you know, we've not really had in the past, like, just having that contact with officer and with operational staff as well, so, um, so these operational staff, you know, the people that kind of help you plan events, do room bookings, uh, things like that, they will also be there and present, um, and it's just making sure that students are aware of, like, okay, this is the person that I need to go to if I want something to be done. And as well, another thing with the champions as well, it's mainly just empowering students and creating more leadership roles, uh, essentially, because I think, you know, there's so many students that we have here that are so passionate and so keen to get involved and, you know, organise things, be... And yeah, just put on events and have a genuine passion and care. And I think with the Society Champions, that's going to be something that's going to be amazing for students. And I think it also creates a nice little kind of like pathway essentially into like, you know, the VP Society's role as well, uh, which I think that we've not had previously. But hopefully a lot of people will want to get behind that. And I know from my personal experience, it's something that I always wanted. So hopefully, yeah. And the first meeting for that's on Saturday, is it? So it's uh, actually changed now because we've got an open day on Saturday. So it's on Sunday. We have sent out comms. <laughs> we have corrected it. Uh, so it's on Sunday the 15th, and it will take place from 12 till 4 p.m. Fantastic. Uh, now, you've mentioned in some of your campaigning stuff, and I've seen it, I think, on your Instagram as well, since you took over as VP Societies and Media, about wanting to reopen society affiliation. I, I know that's been a big goal uh, yes. for a couple of years because there's a bit of a backlog. Mm -hmm. So how exactly are you going about that? And is is that a goal which is looking like it'll be achieved at some point in this academic year? Massively, yes. So that is something that we've 
been really set and honest with uh, with students. So at the minute, yes, we've had um, conversations regarding like my manifesto and uh, what I want to deliver, especially. And something that I've been massively focused on has obviously been the Society Saturdays and the Society Leagues Forum, because I think that way we can, you know, have that kind of stream of consciousness. But as well with the champions, um, one of their key roles will be to help me decide which societies kind of get affiliated and which societies don't get affiliated. So the way that we're kind of planning on doing it is opening up around like week four, week five of this term. We've already sent out um, an expression of interest form, which is currently available on the Luzu webpage and it will be available on my Instagram as well. Uh, when, you know, I've got a bit more idea of like how society leagues is looking like. Um, but then essentially the process will be some societies will definitely just automatically get affiliated like that's a sure given like you know we've seen that they work we've seen that they have a lot of student voice behind it we see that financially they're actually independent so those kind of societies are the ones that are going to be most likely to get affiliated automatically then there's going to be some that like you know will be automatic nodes and then there'll be kind of like this little gray area of like okay right we're kind of reaching capacity with how many societies we can actually you know support here at Lusu. at the end of the day we do not want to stop activity at all that is not our aim here um we want students to you know find their place feel welcome build the communities find the communities but um the key kind of thing is that like we need to be able to do that in like a safe way so uh with these societies it's going to be like okay Kind of, we've got some ideas behind it, but the ideas that we've been discussing as a team has been something like a dragon's den kind of thing. So uh, basically pitching your society to the other societies that want to pitch a society as well and pitching it to the league champions. Um, because I think this will be a lovely way to kind of be like, okay, actually acknowledge these student groups do exist. They like There is an interest behind it. Um, these are the ones that are going to get affiliated. These are the ones that are not. But despite that, we do have a list of all of that, all, all of the groups who have expressed interest in affiliating. And hopefully th those groups will be able to get affiliated either like next year's or like, you know, as we have like some societies drop out as well, or like unaffiliate, um, they will be put onto a list and like, you know, as more spaces become available and like, you know, our capacity increases, then definitely, hopefully we should be able to get at least most like 90% of societies affiliated this year. Have you got a rough idea of how many uh, societies you've got capacity to affiliate? Oh, that is a really, really, really good question. Um, so I've seen some numbers behind it. And uh, so we actually had a little bit of a backlog with our reaffiliation process. Um, so that that's taken a while. So that's why affiliation hasn't like has had to be put on hold a little bit. But um, at the minute, oh, to be honest with you, I can't really say like, like I, I don't really know because it massively depends on how much societies support they actually need or like especially like in regards to funding like how many societies can we actually help fund because we have so many societies and we actually have such a small pot <laughs> set aside for societies which is something that i'm definitely working towards behind the scenes uh to help improve because i think societies deserve a lot more <laughs> um but yeah it, it is very much dependent on how financially stable societies are um, and as well, how much student voice is behind them as well, because uh, at the end of the day, we need to make sure that they have, that th they're able to run in a safe and efficient manner. And would all potential societies be considered on an equal basis, or would you give additional weighting to, for example, societies representing minority interests or anything like that? Yes, definitely. So um, these are, again, our discussions that we've had. Um, it's kind of the the aim behind it is making sure that, like, you know, academic societies, which are currently aren't currently affiliated, get like 
priority alongside faith, culture and community societies as well. So making sure that like, you know, those those communities are there, those communities are built, those communities are seen and heard and are accessible uh, because that's something that like, you know, we definitely don't want to gatekeep at all. Um, but yeah, I, I think it, it might come down to that. It might not come down to that. We, I, I honestly can't give an 100% answer until we start that process and until we have a bit more student voice behind it. So you've got a couple of, of big policies announced there and a, a couple more things in the works. Have you, have you got uh, anything else you're working on that, that you've maybe not announced yet <laughs> that, that you're ready to? Or Yeah, no, I'm not really ready to announce so far, but I can kind of tease some little things here and there. Uh, kind of the key thing that I like, I really wanted to do with societies, and I've said this all over like my campaign and just kind of like the emails that I've been sending out to society execs, is, is essentially like, you know, Accessibility for society. So something that we're doing behind the scenes with our cost of living support is um, is actually creating society's access fund. So making sure that you know we're just coming out of cost of living crisis. Like you know students are kind of suffering with like you know paying for things, especially when it comes to things like society memberships increasing, um, and when it comes to things like socials, trips like that. All of that kind of adds to the experience of a society and like you know being a member of a society. It's not necessarily cheap to be part of s- certain societies. Um, obviously, because at the end of the day, we have things that like need to be paid for, pictures need to be paid for, all those things. But um, the number one thing that like I really want to do is make sure that that like money is not an issue for students. Um, they shouldn't have to deal with that when it comes to society, especially when it comes to like being like a part of society, something that you're passionate about. I know, like from my personal experience, I found my place in societies. Uh, joining singing, joining yoga, joining hip hop, especially those things for me kind of shaped my experience at Lancaster, helped me find my people, helped me find my friends, and that meant the absolute world to me. And I don't think that like if I, I can't really imagine like students not having that or like not being able to access that. Uh, so it does come from a massive place of compassion, and it's something that we're working alongside um, with a cross living group. Um, but yeah, that, that that's like kind of a key little thing that we're working towards. And the other one, which is like on a bit more of a lighter note, uh, a lot of more training, so especially when it comes to society celebrations, so things like society awards, and I'm also planning on doing league awards uh, alongside kind of the whole league ideas and league champions and doing more spotlights. But the biggest thing that I also really want to help students do is basically put all of the experience that they have with society exact work because there's so much employable skills and transferable skills that students gain from being part of society execs and just essentially being part of certain societies and putting on events and getting involved with things in university and helping them kind of translate that through um, essentially like CVs and uh, LinkedIn especially. So that's kind of sessions that I've got kind of planned but as well society execs making sure that they have access to training and in-person training especially uh, on things like leadership on things like teamwork as well but time management because we all know that being part of a society being part of exec takes a lot of your time I mean god knows that I spend so much more time being a person in society than my degree <laughs> but um, but yeah I think that's just a key little thing that I think a lot of students will appreciate Okay, I think that's all the questions I've I've got at the, the moment. Uh, thank you, for, thank you very much for coming on, Santi. No, thank you so much. And honestly, I can't express like the amount of appreciation that I have for your time. And uh, if anybody has any questions for me, please feel free to either drop into the office or send me a little Instagram message. I'm very very accessible and happy to answer any questions at any time. Thank you very much.